Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. That's what I tell them. I've been grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals, I go out and I go get it, how to code, that's all I know, I don't succeed, then I don't breathe, success, what does it mean, if I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream, dig deep, go out and get it, success chronicles, compete until it's finished, success chronicles, go take care of your business, success chronicles, it's deeper than just winning, success chronicles. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And today we're here with Miss Andrea Bittner, awesome lady, uh, doing some great things uh, in education, uh, author. Uh, so excited to have her on this episode of the Success Chronicles. So first, thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. Thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. And so uh, you know, we've, we've done some things, some work together previously, uh, you know, some different things and you know, love what you do, uh, love you. how you, how you do what you do. And I've been truly excited to get you on to share some of those nuggets you have uh, with the audience. Thank you. It, it's, I'm really looking forward to it. And, and it's been a great year. So looking forward to sharing. All right. Well, let's dive into it. If you don't mind uh, sharing with the audience, you know, tell us about who you are and, and you know, what it is you do. Sure. So um, I, my name is Andrea Bittner, and I am an English language teacher from right outside of the Philadelphia area. And in addition to being an English language teacher, I've worked as a reading specialist for Title I, a high school English teacher. I started out as, um, and I've been in education now for about 20 years. That's good stuff. Lots of great experiences. I think uh, for me, one thing that really stuck out um, was the love that you have for what you do and the passion, um, you know, for what you do, uh, and to have been able to do it for a long time, uh, it, yes. takes, it takes a it takes a special person, like patience, uh, persistence, mm -hmm. you know, grind. Those are all of the things, uh, uh, being able to adjust, you know, all of those things come up for me because I know that that's what it takes to be great at. I agree. I mean, every day, you know, when I wake up, I say, I get to go to school today. It's not, it's not that I have to go to school today. And I trust that no matter what situation my students may be in, positive or negative, I really trust that their parents are trying to send me their best student. So we teach whoever shows up that day. If they're having a great day, fantastic. If they're not, then let's adjust that sale to get you back on track and figure out what you might need to help you learn. And um, I don't do it alone. You know, I'm, I'm a big believer in teamwork. As a support teacher, I work with teachers in two different buildings in a um, multitude of classrooms, K-8 uh, in one building, K-8 in another building. Mm -hmm. So, you know, dozens and dozens of teachers. So we need a team. And I think that that teamwork is what's really essential to not only the students' success, but all of our success collectively. Yeah, teamwork really does make the dream work. It does. It really yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are three things you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of? Well, first, my daughters. I have two daughters who are, are tremendously successful, and I, I already think that they're much better at life than I am when I was that age. So I'm tremendously proud of them. Um, the second thing I'm really proud of is, you know, learning to be in a career and learning how to be on a team. 
You know, when, when you start out as a teacher, you don't always know that your teamwork truly does make the dream work. And yeah. it's the team that's going to help you weather any storm that shows up. You just can't do it alone. So I think I've learned that over time. And that's been something I'm proud of. Um, and this book, um, I wrote my very first novel this year. It's been about two years now in the making. Um, and I'm really proud of it. It's called Take Me Home. And it will be debuting this summer. So I'm very excited about that. That's awesome. Well, tell us a little bit more about the book, if you don't mind. Sure. So Take Me Home is based on a true story. Um, it was written as a poem at first. And I had an opportunity to teach the most wonderful kids from all over the world. I was a high school EL teacher. I worked with kids that were from 25 different places with a multitude of languages. And they really took on our mantra of what's your plan, right? So when you walk in the door, there were kids that were crossing the border. There were kids that came because they waited for a visa for 10 years. There were kids that came as exchange students. There were kids that were adopted. There were kids that were born in the U.S. And their diversity really inspired me to continue to work in that field. And as we grew as our, what I call our ELL family over time, it was awesome to see them grow and learn and master the language and become bilingual because they were truly the leaders within their families in a very short period of time. And when you come here as a high school student, that clock is ticking, right? For that free education that your yeah. parents work so hard to provide for you before you have to go out into college level or training level and pay for it later. So in that experience, um, there was a young lady named Nancy and she was one of the uh, seven students I had taught from one family over a long period of time. And one day after she graduated, while she was walking home from the train tracks, uh, she was across the train tracks. We had our headphones on and she didn't see it coming. And she was hit from behind by the Acela train. And that day was a really traumatic day for all of our ELL family. And at the time, there were no interpreters available directly in the town. So the parents were notified that one of the children had been hit by the train, but they couldn't communicate with them which one it was. Mm. So for hours, they stood there wondering and trying to call all the children to find out which one had been hit. So that experience and planning that funeral and, and myself going along with the family, dad's a pastor, um, mom's you know, obviously a support and avid member of the church, and seeing how that community came together to pay respect to Nancy and all of the kids that I worked with at the time, they were all family. They were all respectively best friends, was one of the most difficult things we had ever gone through. But we did go through it. And after that happened, uh, to pay homage to her at her funeral, I'd written this short poem. And it was called Take Me Home. And it kind of outlined her life story. So years later, I kind of whipped it back out one day and I thought, you know, maybe somebody could benefit from this. Maybe somebody could benefit from hearing this story. And at the same time, a lot of our educators know about, about our kids. They do a great job strategizing for them. They know about their country. They know about their culture. They know about their traditions, what languages they're learning, etc. But by the time I whipped that poem back out, these guys were now in their young 20s. And I thought to myself, no one ever asked them, now that you're a young professional bilingual person working in this country, what was that like for you? What was that like for you to travel through that experience? What was that like for you to walk into a country and not be able to speak and have your communication masked? What was that like for you to become bilingual and have grit and be willing to get up every single day and be willing to fail? 
and build those small steps over time. So I sent the poem out thinking of all of this. And a couple months later, I get a response from a publishing company and it says, hey, we love this poem, but we think you can do more. We don't want to just know about one student. What We're going to give you six months. Come up with an idea. So that was my trigger to go, oh, well, sure. I want to tell all of their stories. I don't just want to tell one. So I went back and I interviewed all of these young people who are now in their late 20s, early 30s. And I kind of framed all of those questions. It came to me one night and those questions just flew out of my mind and I wrote them down on paper. And over the about a year plus of time through the quarantine, et cetera, we, we FaceTimed, we interviewed, we checked in again, we you know, answered all those questions. And I was able to create a chapter for each of them. And I was able to hit almost every continent in the world and all different experiences and coming to the US. And I was able to tell that story through their eyes. So no longer will people hear about them. People are now going to be able to hear from them. And I was able to change their names to honor the sense of story that I got from each of them. So for example, characters are named Grit and Fuel and Embrace and Navigate. Yes, and uh, Plunge and Evidence and Chance. And I was able to include kids who were born here and kids who were not and navigate through their experiences while tying it all into the tragedy of Nancy. And at the same time, I was able to interview her parents, who I still have a great rapport with, and hear about her experience coming here. So all of that tied up in a bow is the journey of Take Me Home, and I'm really excited about it. You know, <clears throat> I knew all of that, you know, but it, because I'd heard the story before. And, sure. Know, on the book tour, and every time I hear you talk about it, it gives me chills. Oh, I appreciate that. You know? I'm just so incredibly proud of them. Yeah. You know, I'm just so, and, and they deserve to have their story told, and no they are doubt. super pumped about it. They no are, they doubt. are, they're so excited about it for people to hear it from their perspective. Mm, that's awesome. So good. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, you know, just hearing your journey, uh, hearing you talk about the things that you're proud of in the book. You know, I would consider all those things to be hugely successful. So let's hit on success. What is your definition of success? So success is really personal, right? And what I think is, is that success is not about how smart you are. It's about how hard are you willing to work to take actions that are needed to achieve the dream that you want to pursue? And not only how hard are you willing to work, but how open are you to learning from people in front of you? people behind you, people beside you, and people around you. You have to be vulnerable enough to be willing to say, I don't know how to do that yet. And I think that that's really what helps people become more successful. But at the same time, it can't just be words, right? You have to be able to put into action with purpose and planning and practice, and you have to be willing to weather it until you hit your version of perfection. And at the same time, you have to wake up with that purpose daily but you also have to be willing to know that there are landmarks along the way. So there are peaks and there are valleys and there are plateaus. And as my daughter says, there are bunny holes and you have, sometimes you have to be willing to be stuck and you have to be willing to sit and you have to be willing to be quiet and listen. And I think that successful people can do all of those things. And that's what makes the difference between a successful person and an unsuccessful person is that the successful person is willing to weather all the landmarks. And then at the end, turn around and teach it to somebody else. 
because that's to me where the true satisfaction comes. Successful people like to breed successful people. And I think that when you can build those relationships and when you can learn and inspire other people and you're willing to commit to respect, accept, and admire everybody around you as you build, that's where the real winner is for me. So I think that that's what happens when people become successful. Hey, here it comes. Boom. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's Appreciate go. That. Let's go. That's exactly. Yes. I yes. love it. Love it. Thanks. Love it. Love it. Thanks. You. And Thank I think, you. again, you know, being a, a fourth generation educator, like, I know that in order for you to be able to say all of those things that you've said throughout the interview, you have had to live through all of those things. Yes, I have. And show up every day and learn those lessons. Yes. And that's the hardest part, right? Just showing up sometimes. That's the hardest part. Or finishing, you know, or finishing those, those last 400 yards that sometimes you don't even see. Come on. You just don't see them. But you have to trust and know that it's going to be worth it. And that's why I think surrounding yourself with those people behind you, in front of you, around you, beside you that have that vision and are your support and cutting off maybe sometimes in an uncomfortable way, those that aren't, you know, you got to cut off the dead flowers or you can't grow, you know? So I think that that's important to be successful as well. And so good. Thanks. Well, Andrew, before we get off, if you don't mind sharing with the audience where they can go follow you and check you out and show you some love and get that book. Sure. So um, come follow us on our journey. Uh, take me home. We will be able to be reached at Andrea Bittner Books on Instagram is one way to follow us. You can also follow me on Twitter at the same um, at Bittner Andrea or at Andrea Bittner Books. You can locate us there. Uh, we have some fun things coming up to keep an eye for. We are doing a really great photo shoot um, in the Philadelphia Art Museum steps with all of the young people who are featured in this book. That will be coming up. We'll be getting together in the next few weeks. And uh, together as a team, we'll be creating some great opportunities for you to learn more about them as the book gets ready to launch. So we're looking forward to you joining that journey with us. Yes, yes. Well, again, you know, and you know this, but whatever I can do to support you, wholeheartedly believe in what you do. I love your passion, love what you do to help kids, like I told you before, and how you do it. So you have the Success Chronicle support for sure. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. Yes. Well, again, I just want to say thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. And thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. Thank you. See you soon. Go get it.